welcome back to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast. My name is Caitlin, and I'll be your host again for today. And on today's episode, we're going to be listening to part two of our marketing episode with April and Rose. So if you haven't already done so, go ahead and listen to part one so that you're all caught up. All right, let's dive right in. On your marketing pieces, you have to give them a reason to do it right then mm-hmm. and there. So um, that's where offers come into yeah, place. Where if you can create the urgency, yeah, because mm-hmm. if you just have you know lifetime ninety nine dollar new special, great. I will call next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't call this week. I'll call next week. It's like those uh, Bed Bath and Beyond coupons. Like we know yeah, they don't expire. Never. Yeah, even though they put an expiration date on there, mm-hmm. but it's it creates an urgency of why they need to call right now. So I think. Having new patient specials, that's great, but that's what a lot of other people do. So, like, challenge yourself to think of something different that you can do for them. I saw one office, they um, will clean your teeth and your car. Like, come in for a cleaning here, and we'll send you for a cleaning. <laughs> clean teeth and a clean car. Yeah, and so they were offering a free car wash mm-hmm. that was in the nearby area, and they did a joint fit. Like, they worked with the company, and they got a discount if they send them bulk over there. Uh, So I thought that was a good idea. That was a different offer. Yeah, and then, you know, really going, like, thinking about the time of the year and what's happening. So I saw one that was a good one in February. What's in February? Valentine's Day. And then Mm -hmm. when I think of Valentine's Day, I think of hearts and love. So this office did kind of, they were marketing to, you know, periodontal disease and how Mm -hmm. that's linked to heart disease. I just thought that was a creative way to kind of get people in for something that they wouldn't normally have thought of. Yeah, it's like protect your loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. you could do a referral to that too, Mm -hmm. like bring in your spouse to this and get an even bigger discount. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did uh, one at our office that I really liked. Uh, It was, we'll reserve a seat for you here and there. And so it was like, uh, it was a picture of the dental chair, but there was like the silver platter with the little dome on it, you know, like Mm -hmm. where you're gonna, you know, cover a meal. And if they came in, they got a free $25 gift card to a restaurant. So it was like reserve a seat here and there. And you know, um, yeah, it's really cute. So Mm -hmm. you can be like fun and creative with this. Yeah. Um, Like there's so many things. And the way you have to see this is that, are you willing to, they don't actually get it unless they come in and make their appointments. You're not giving away free $25 gift cards exactly you get the service i actually like giving them something other than reducing the cost of your service because when you reduce the cost of your service there are almost expectations that that should always be the price mm-hmm. of it and they're yeah. wondering why why does when i'm new is it cheaper then than when i've been coming here for 15 years and you kind of devalue that but when you give someone it's that reciprocity give someone they yeah. want to give something back to you and uh, you know and you can give them stuff like try to get a little bit more think outside the box other than you know the typical toothbrush or Mm -hmm. something you can spend a little bit more money on the gifts that you give them because it's gonna all make up for itself and they're coming in and you know they might come in and then end up getting a teeth whitening uh, special and but it's all about tracking though yes yeah so you're this is what we call an acquisition cost like how much did you spend for the marketing piece to go out you have to track that Mm -hmm. what's the um, percentage of that marketing pieces that converted to an actual scheduled appointment Mm -hmm. then you even have to break that down of the scheduled appointments how many showed up of the people who showed up how much did they spend 
And then that's usually when, if they're doing any tracking at all, like that's the biggest mistake I see people make. They just don't track their marketing. And they're like, it didn't work. I'm like, why? Well, you don't know if it works because yeah. you could have gotten, you could have spent a thousand bucks and only gotten one person to come in mm -hmm. and then you think, oh, it didn't work. But if you really track your numbers, that one person could have gotten like a full veneer set and yeah. spent like, you know, $12,000 or even if they just spent $1,500 and had a crown and it covers the cost and you retain them as a patient and that's what you have to do and that's what I was saying one of the mistakes is they stop it right at that first appointment. You need to start tracking after that first appointment lifetime spend. Mm -hmm. Like what did they usually do within six months of that first appointment? 12 months, 18 months. And then they're probably going to refer and then that's another patient you'll get from it. Yeah. So yeah, tracking is so important. And then that's how you're going to build your evergreen pieces. And when I say evergreen pieces, these are the pieces that you can launch that February offer every single February mm -hmm. that comes around because you know it worked really well and yeah. you don't want to change it. So then the more evergreen pieces you build, the less work you have to do on the mm -hmm. front end of doing it. But unless you track it, you don't really know if it works or not. And then you'll be able to see, oh, that February campaign worked really well for the month of February. Let's flip it and use it again in October, but then just tweak it a little bit and, okay, let's think what's in October, Halloween, mm -hmm. and see right. if it works the same way. Yeah, and, and, and that's a good point as calendar blocking. Mm -hmm. Like if you're trying to think, and we've, we've done this, we've been behind the, the yeah. eight ball and we've had to put something out at the last minute because we didn't plan, and those pieces do not work. Like you do not see a return. No. Our best work is when we look at the calendar and we know three months in advance what's going to go out and what messaging that we have to it. So I would challenge you to sit down and go, okay, what are we going to do in January, February, March, April, May, June? And then you can even rotate if you like time is a constraint, like this month we're going to focus on reactivations. We don't have the money or budget or time to do reactivations, recare, the whole smorgasbord. So let's just focus on one thing this month is what, how, where I'm gonna spend my time and money. Yeah, definitely. And when you are able to calendar block, then you can see which months are typically your slower months and which ones you know are, are busier and that'll help you. Yeah, because we hear from doctors all the time, they're like, well, June and July, those are just our slow months. The you know production's gonna go down. Like that's an excuse. Like yeah. if you're prepared, they don't have to be your slow months. Oh. They could end up being your busiest months. Yeah, and that's when you make the offer even bigger yeah. during those months because mm -hmm. you know, like you have to be an intentional about everything. Like don't if December is your biggest month, you don't need a big offer out there yeah. because you're already going to be slammed. So yeah. now you need to focus on January because January can pre be pretty slow for some offices. So uh, just being intentional with your calendar, knowing exactly what your numbers are. And then I know we're talking about, well, I'm, honestly, I could literally talk about this for days, but you know, <laughs> we got to keep the podcast uh, around the 15 minute mark here. So we, uh, I know most people want to uh, stay uh, engaged in our conversation. We can just ramble I think on. we're pretty interesting. Yeah, I do too. You should just carry our microphones around with us the whole entire time. <laughs> this is a special one hour long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> but we can't talk about Mark and not mention internal marketing. Yes. I 
think that's really important because so many people focus on their budget of what they're going to do to get new patients in when you're sitting on the gold mine of your current patients mm -hmm. and a referral plan. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can't forget about your existing patients. Yeah. You have to market to both new patients and existing. Yeah, because that, that's really comes into your retention marketing. How are you going to keep them? How are you going to keep them coming back? Yeah. And then a referral program as well. And then building up your kind of review social media, like anything Online. that, yeah, because mm -hmm. anytime that you send these marketing pieces, what's the first thing they're gonna do? They're gonna go Google you. Yeah, mm -hmm. or anytime I'm at a barbecue and you say, yo, you should go see my dentist, his name is what? And mm -hmm. they say it and they pull out their phones almost immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I do this. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're the queen of looking at reviews. Oh my goodness, I, <laughs> I think uh, TripAdvisor should hire me. Cause I agree. <laughs> if I mean, you keep them in business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not so much Yelp. I'm not a big fan of Yelp. I think I can say that because I'm just not. Uh, you know, TripAdvisor is my go-to, but that's what I do. Like we go on a trip. I yeah. I research it. I want to go to the best restaurants. I'm not going to waste my time. You know, eating at a crappy no. restaurant. You got to take advantage of technology now. Yeah. And, and I actually I recently saw something that. 88% of people trust reviews as much as they trust being referred by a friend. Yeah. That's a lot. It, it, it is so true. And I've been duped sometimes, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. There's people talking about this place. This place is not that good. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was another thing that I saw for bad reviews. If, say, you go and you look online and an office has or a company, anything, has no bad reviews, then 95% of consumers suspected that, oh, they didn't trust those reviews then because yeah. they must be fake or censored. Yeah. So if you get a few bad reviews in there, it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's a great learning experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even it's how you handle them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because if you handle them and you respond to them underneath, people read the responses even, you know, and make a decision based off of that. So that's a good point because I, I know on Amazon because my husband is about to ban me from Amazon because <laughs> I am pretty sure they, uh, the boxers are outside of our door every single day. It's that dang prime that gets you. Because <laughs> everywhere else is like, order $50 and get free shipping. So you like put everything into one thing. Yeah. But I just go on there and I'm like, oh, I need this. It's mm -hmm. only $14.99. And then I get it and then it comes and it's free shipping. It's okay. Then the next day I'm like, oh, I need this. Yep. But and when I'm on Amazon and I see something that they have like 15,000 reviews and it's all good, I'm like, yeah, like, come that's on. really What's shady. So yeah. don't get freaked out when you get a bad review. It's no. uh, you know, it's just like people. You can't be perfect. We yeah. strive for progress, not perfection. Mm -hmm. It's um, just how you handle it, and yeah, and it's okay. the same thing with marketing. Yep. you're gonna have bombs. Oh yeah, you're gonna send something out, and you're gonna think it's the prettiest piece, the most oh, yeah. creative piece you've ever put together, and that phone will not ring, and you're just <laughs> like, what just happened? Don't get discouraged when you that know, happens. As long as you're tracking. Yes. Yeah. So if one person comes in, remember, it could still be a win. Because then there's stuff that you're going to send out that you're kind of like, oh, I just have to get this out the door. And you're not, you know, you don't think it's your best work. And then all of a sudden, that your phone is blown up. Yeah. So track. It's, it's the, sometimes the ugliest pieces mm -hmm. that you get a response from. So it's fun. Yeah. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Rose, I'm definitely going to have you back on the episode again because I love talking about marketing. 
like I said, we're all buyers, so we're all marketers. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, so make sure that you go to resultsdrivenhygiene.com. Give us your feedback. Let us know. Contact us. Let us know if you have anything that you want to talk about. Uh, go on there and tell us what you're doing for marketing that's working really well. We might uh, swipe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are a community. Uh, we love collaboration, so we'd love to hear from you. And uh, looking forward to our next one. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, so what a great couple of episodes that we have been listening to for the past couple of weeks. There are so many great takeaways that can be implemented right away. So if you want to access the notes from today's episode, you can go on to hygieneprofitleaders.com and you can also access all of the other episodes from season two and season one there as well. Okay, so again, we hope to hear from you guys soon with any topics that you'd like to hear from our team in future episodes. You can submit those topic ideas to our website or through email and you can email those to hygiene at scheduling institute.com. All right, we'll see you next time.